Today we're talking about the hoop state between Wake Forest, NC State, Duke, and Carolina. We'll give a real glimpse overall view about where the landscape is for North Carolina basketball. More importantly, as it fits to the ACC, are we getting our hopes up about this conference? Should we finally come down and just figure out we're not going to be that 10-11 bid squad like we used to be? We'll all have this on today's show with Ken Gibbs from Locked on Wolfpack. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked On ACC. You can find us at Locked On ACC on Twitter. You can also subscribe on YouTube. Make sure that you check us out each and every day. Thank you for making us your first listen. It's free and available everywhere. Today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Sonos is the official sponsor of ESPN College Football. Go to Sonos.com to learn more. Kenton Gibbs in the building, Locked On Wolfpack host. We are ready to rock and roll with things. Kenton, how you feeling? I feel great as always. You know, I've I've had some some good days this weekend, some bad days this weekend, but I can't complain. We're gonna we're gonna keep it smiling, keep it pushing, keep it rolling. You are certainly in the church spirit as we're about to have a come to Jesus when it comes to all things college hoops, especially on the men's side. I feel like we're about to have an honest conversation of where we are as a conference and especially as it pertains to the hoop state, as many call it. North Carolina has four schools in the ACC: Wake Forest, North Carolina. North Carolina State and Duke. And are there some hoop state struggles? Let's have that honest conversation, right? Because I think that we had a little bit of hype surrounding Carolina and maybe NC State before Manny Bates went down. And Wake Forest has certainly been a surprise case, even though we know you like to say the books are cooked with that regard. But Duke, they're handling business. But everyone else, it seems very frustrating. And I know we're going to go through each team and talk about their weekend games. But overall, are we getting a little too big for our britches when it comes to the hoop state? You know, I, I think the most interesting thing about this is we need to take a step back and ask ourselves what is happening with the ACC at large? Because I don't think that this is just a, a North Carolina problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, Louisville has some terrible losses early this season. Yeah. There yeah. are multiple teams in the conference with some terrible losses early this season. True. That we typically look at and say, oh, that's that's a pretty decent basketball program. So, I mean, what was the turnover rate of players last year? What was it, forty something percent? Like Just we're, about. we're we're looking at completely new rosters, and some of these players who have gone elsewhere are balling. And we'll get into uh, the the universities that they left in just a minute. But just look at Mississippi State and how much they got from the ACC. Between Garrison Brooks, who now is a three-point shooter, who who could have – that was not on my 2021 bingo card, okay? Like, that's that's right up there with, uh, yo, Joe Biden, take me out to dinner. That's that's <laughs> up there with that on. That was not on my bingo card uh, for this year. And on top of that, we look at uh, Shaq Moore, another guy out of the ACC, played very well last year. Everybody says that your biggest jump in college basketball is generally going to be from year one to year two. His year two is not in the ACC. So, I mean, the teams that they left are are very, very heavily impacted by it. Uh, but that's just the, the reality of what we're looking at. And we could also talk about 
uh, the impacts of the the uh, one scholarship being removed from NC State because of the conclusion of that uh, investigation with the Dennis Smith Jr. situation. But at the end of the day, looking up and down through the entire conference, I mean, there's a lot of turnover. And these mid-majors, the pro, the the conferences that we typically look at as, oh, uh, oh they're, they're going to get that one bid from the champion. They're keeping guys for three to four years. And so we're naturally going to see a Colgate beat a Syracuse every now and then. We're going to see it because those teams are experienced. They've got guys together. They've got guys who played together forever. That's how it rolls. Yeah, you know, I also think the fact that you were mentioning the 40% in terms of guys leaving and the turnover, we're coming, we're asking the NC, NC States, we're asking the Carolinas, the Dukes of the world to bring guys in, have them bond for six, seven months, 10 months at best, and make lightning in a bottle and be national champions. That's what we're asking of guys who come in who are supposed to be these five-star recruits, right? So you're asking for not only the talent, but also the leadership. Also, the wherewithal of just being super excited about, you know, their power five school. So I think that's the biggest, you know, hiccup where as fans, we're like, well, why isn't it just not working? Like they're coming together. They're supposed to be great immediately out the frame and they're supposed to all bond. and They're supposed to make sure that they make NCAA tournament, which we all know is a crapshoot on any given day. A mid-major team can get hot at the right time. So I think we're asking a lot of these 18 and 19 usually because they're one and doneers, right? And they go on to the next level at most 20 to come in and perform at such a high level, which is really unrealistic. But yet here we are as college basketball fans. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But I, I think that it, it even goes beyond that a little bit because NC State is not a one and done program. They haven't been for I don't think ever. They don't I don't think NC State has ever been a program that's predominantly relied on one and done. But it's just a, a situation where NC State could not afford to lose a big. And what happened less than five minutes into the season? The best shot blocker in the country goes down. Yeah. Like, you know, it it is. The, the conference was already going to be looking tough enough. The 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 hoop state was already going to have an uphill battle uh, coming into the year. But when you see a situation like that, mm, doesn't help. We already knew UNC's front court was going to be light. We already knew that they were going to be light with Dayron Sharp leaving. And, and he's a guy that I think with another year, he probably would have been a top five pick this year. But you can't get mad at a man for going to, going on to become a millionaire. So you live with that. But with the Garrison Brooks departure, they they lost a lot. They lost a lot in that front court. And they've shown flashes still that with an upset of Michigan and whatnot. But there's also been some moments where the flash ain't been so flashy. You know, <laughs> they, they, yeah, they ain't there. So NC State, you can say the same thing for them. Wake Forest has been uh, good all year and they've been consistent. But again, we'll get into all of their games that they played this weekend a little later. But I mean, all in all, Duke is, is seemingly running laps around some of the other schools in the hoop state right now. And, hey, they got to carry the torch for all of us right now. Couldn't agree more. I want to get into a little bit of that game conversation, but I've been telling you guys about prize picks. And if you still haven't signed up, what are you waiting for? In addition to college football, action prize picks makes college basketball more exciting. So all of these hoop state opportunities, you can get in on the action with prize picks, the leader in college sports daily fantasy. They offer more props than anyone in the world. All of the users that deposit and use promo code 
Locked on will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize picks even allows mixed sport entry. So if you're looking to get into these bowl games as well as some of this college basketball, you are in the right place. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play, and entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. Yes, it is that easy. Prize picks and prize picks offers safe withdrawals. It is safe. There it is. PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawal, so don't hesitate. Check out prizepix.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON or go to your app store and download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. So we're here with Kenton Gibbs from Locked On ACC, and we're going over some uh, hoop state conversation. More importantly, we're getting you right as there were uh, some great weekend games. Want to talk about NC State and Richmond as we start here because you know all the hype around NC State battling against Purdue, knowing that they could be this good team. This is what we see. Like there is a point which with, with which we can argue that NC State is very much a good team when it wants to be. There is no quit in these Wolfpack. Period. But this 83-74 loss against the Richmond Spiders, that's troubling. It's it's concerning a bit here. What were your thoughts on the game, Kenton? Well, uh to quote the uh to quote the the great poet and songstress or what what song maker Chris Brown, I don't want to go there. <laughs> we we should never go. No, but seriously, a free throws. Free throw. Make your free throws. And I know this is why, and I hate to say this, Wolfpack Nation, don't don't cut my head off about it. My mother was never like a huge sports fan, right? So obviously she would root for Detroit teams and all that. But outside of that, even in rooting for Detroit teams, she never knew what was going on. With that being said, her biggest pet peeve of every basketball game she ever watched, why can't they make their free throws? Terquavian Smith went 9 of 10 for the line. The rest of the team was 50%. That's going to get ice cream that way. Yeah. You're not going to get ice cream. You're not, (laughs) you're you're not going to get anything with that. You're not going to get anything but a swift kick in the behind and a loss to a mid-major program because that's what you get. That's what you've earned. We played a good enough game to win. We surely did. We surely did. But when you mess around and fumble things that are, they're called free throws for a reason. That's the reality. And to me, the dichotomy of a team that is both undersized and does not do a good job of shooting free throws. How, how does this happen? How does that? We, we talk all the time about, oh, Kevin Keats plays too many guards. It, it can't work out. You can't win like that in the ACC. How, you can't win anywhere playing small ball and missing free throws. Pick a struggle. Huh? Pick a struggle. Listen, I, I don't understand it. I don't know. That that would be like saying, oh, yeah, this is my old lady. She ain't pretty, and she ain't got a great personality, but she's my old lady. Huh? What? Uh, I, I explain Pick a yourself. struggle. Pick a struggle. No, it, it I, was, t- I definitely agree with that. Yeah, you know, I don't – it's just hard. Again, you go back to who this team is in terms of the fight, but you got to make – the easy ones. And to me, this was the easy win. Basketball Hall of Fame shootout, the whole situation of being a part of these tournament things. It's very much where you can fly or die. And NC State just came to a complete hole. But on that note, Wake Forest and Charlotte had a great matchup. It was down to the buzzer beater. I want to say his last name is Moon Musius, but I always get it wrong. It could not be that. It might be Mucus, but 
There it is. I think it's Musius, though. My guy, with along with Alandez Williams, holding it down, doing big things, last-second shot, shoot the three for the win. Wake Forest is a fun team. I don't know about you guys. If you have not yet checked out Wake Forest, it might be time. might be time to give them a little look-see. Absolutely. Absolutely. And let me tell you something. That game, again, a lot of people keep talking about, oh, well, they didn't win by enough. They didn't win by enough. At the end of the day, the goal of every sport, or not every sport, but the sports that we cover on this show, maybe, the goal is to be one point better. That's it. That's all you got to do. Eric B. Enemy, this game ain't about numbers. It's about the alphabets. And only alphabets <laughs> that matter is W or L. And you know what Wake Forest keep putting in their columns? W, 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 W. So with that being said, I mean, yes, they, them sliding by against VMI and Charlotte are not inspiring confidence, but they should be a top 25 team. That's a top 25 team in the nation, period. Because guess what? When it comes time for March, if you win all of your games by one point, do they put an asterisk next to your national championship? They don't. They don't. Really? You sure? I promise. Mm, I don't know. Nick Saban was talking about it, too. He said that, that the fans believe that you should win by a certain amount or it just don't count. The rat so, poison. Got to stay so, away from the rat poison. So the way I see it, this Wake Forest team, hats off to them. Give them their respect for holding it down. They, they Again, them and Duke are holding it down for the hoop state. They're doing all that they can. They, you know, they're telling uh, both of the schools and the, uh, the other two schools in the triangle, fight back. <laughs> Get a pitch in. But, you know, at the, at the end of the day, Wake Forest continues to win. And so how can you critique it? They're winning as a team. They're winning uh, as a unit. And that that's that's that on that. Absolutely. And to complete the Friday games, uh, Virginia Tech beat St. Bonaventure pretty handedly. Then you look at the Saturday slate. Pittsburgh taking down St. John's, one that was absolutely surprising in the Gotham Classic. You know, Pitt's holding on, doing what they can. Fair Dixon lost to Virginia. Indiana beat Notre Dame. Louisville lost to Western Kentucky. That's one of those head scratchers that you were mentioning. and One of those unforgivable losses that we want to just really forget. Okay? You got... USC beating Georgia Tech, South Carolina beating Clemson, or sorry, South Carolina losing to Clemson, and then UCF and Florida State was canceled due to the great old COVID. But we're getting into the two games that were most memorable. Just kidding. Duke and Elon, right? Of course, it's Duke doing what Duke does. Now, I say all this to say why they're most interesting. Duke had an opportunity to play multiple teams in a stretch, right? They had Loyola, Maryland. They had, what was the other team that they were supposed to play? They were supposed to play another team, but COVID got the best of them as well. Iona was like, listen, Patino, I, I'm available. Was it, is it, not Patino, is it Patino? Patino is at Iona. Yes. He was like, hey, I, I got a game. Be ready. We can do this. They were like, nah. Maryland had an availability. And they were like, nah. I wish personally they would have done the Maryland Terrapins, Terrapins, so we could have seen that rivalry for old time's sake. Because we know Coach K loves Maryland so, so very much. But you also have to think about the fact that they just found Elon, were able to play. Again, it's a good win. It's a dull win. It's like, of course, they're going to do what they have to do. Are we unimpressed by Duke's wins at this point? I mean, yes, because they're coming against not the best of competition, but also – I'm going to say the same thing about them that I said about Wake Forest. They've got the wins, period. And also, didn't Duke beat uh, Gonzaga earlier this year? 
They did. They so beat I Kentucky mean, as well. So I mean, and that Kentucky team now, hold on, they look like a bowling ball of butcher knives. We're, we'll we'll too, get there. We'll get there. I'm just saying we're okay. gonna get there. I'm just, hey, don't cut my head off because you know no, I know how we're you gonna girls, get there. I know how the locked on ACC girls like to tussle, but so don't cut my head off. But I'm just saying, you know, this this that Duke team has done what they need to do. Again, I don't I don't know what people expect out of these teams. If you're saying that Duke isn't playing well enough, what are you expecting? What are you yeah. were you expecting this team to run the table with a bunch of guys who, for the most part, have not been um, had all the time in the world together with their star player? Uh, Pablo Banquero, a, a guy who has just been on campus for what four months, three, four months. Like, what? What are we expecting here? He might be an early signee, but either way, I feel like at the end of the day, I'm ready for them to start getting some challenges in our conference to see. You know, they're the they're the litmus test about how our conference is, good or bad or ugly, right? I know they can beat the Gonzagas. I know they can beat the Kentuckys. Great, fine. Let me see what our teams in the conference are looking like. Go toe-to-toe with a Wake Forest. Go toe-to-toe with a Miami, a Virginia, a Carolina, so I can see just how good or bad the conference is as a whole. To me, Duke is the standard right now. I mean, their only loss on the season came to uh, Ohio State, who, I mean, that's a top 15 team. You're you're not expecting to win every game in college basketball anyway. It's rare that a team goes, runs the table all the way through. So, again, this Duke team, sure. We could say they're they're the standard, they're the litmus test, whatever the case may be. I'll tell you what, I don't know who in this conference looks like they can give them a good run for their money for the to win the whole thing. I don't know. I mean, what, what teams are we – we're looking at Florida State, who's having a, a, a ton of COVID issues right now. Are we talking about UVA who just got beat by James Madison? The, the, I mean, wh- what are we saying here? The, the same UVA that that also lost to Iowa after they lost almost everything last year? Two-time Naismith Player of the Year, Luca Garza gone? No problem. We can still beat UVA. Like, I mean, and no disrespect to UVA because I know, again, the locked on ACC girls like the tussle. I know that says things about Tony Elliott that everybody got upset about. But the reality is um, I'm not seeing if, – if Duke is the litmus test for what this conference is, a lot of folks are going to fail that test. I don't think we got too many passes coming. No doubt about that. Bet Online has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues to march towards the playoffs and basketball gets in full conference play. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all of the sports action. Head to their new updated desktop or website to sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKED ON to receive your bonus from basketball, football, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage. Bet online where the game starts. You get the best of both worlds with the delicious and healthy Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. With so many delicious flavors, Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you'll need to bust down those mall doors and battle all of those holiday shoppers as we're getting ready for the holiday season. People are passionate about their favorite flavor, whether it's cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie, or double chocolate. You know Built Bar definitely will get you right. Dip that Built Bar into a piping hot cup of coat chocolate or if you want a little marshmallow retreat get yourself some built bar puffs go to built.com use promo code lot 15 and get 15 percent off your order again that's built.com to get 15 percent off at built.com lock 15 is a promo code that you should absolutely use 
Wrapping up the show here, Kenton Gibbs on the ones and twos, Locked on a Wolf Pack. It's where you can find him every single day. You can subscribe to the podcast on YouTube here, Locked on ACC, and follow us on Twitter at Locked on ACC. As it stands, though, we have one game that we could not get out of here if we did not mention the blowout of the year. It might be one of the worst for the conference this season. Carolina decided that it did not want to show up in Las Vegas. And after getting the UCLA game cancellation, they were forced to play Kentucky. And I honestly am glad that they played Kentucky because God only knows what that game would have looked like had they played UCLA. Now, I will say this. Do we get mad at UNC for lack of preparation? Is that on Hubert Davis for not preparing in such a short amount of time for those kids to play at Kentucky? Or was that all effort on the kids? Uh, did you even pinch them? You know what I'm Did you pinch them? Did you put your hands up? Protect there was yourself. no tussle. There was no tussle. Protect, that was not a tussle. No, because that's not a tussle. I, I can't remember the movie there was, but there was a, a, a moment where one character tells another character, do you want a war? And it, you know what? It was X-Men first class. And the, the uh, woman who could turn herself into diamonds said, a war implies that both sides have an equal chance of winning. That Ooh. was not the case here. That That's was not, not the case. The case. Um, Fight back. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you this. Kentucky is as old as they've ever been, and they are deeper than they've ever been. And with that being said, they're doing things that are a little bit surprising. That we did not see coming, that we nobody could have bet that or nobody could have known that this was gonna be a, a, a 29 point game. Nobody could have known that coming in. Go back to my question though. If you had to play UCLA, would this have been uglier? And is it good? Does it go back to preparations? Were the kids not ready to go? Oof. Can Ooh, you not tough. step up and do a game of run? If this is a game of runs, right? And you're are you not ready to play at any moment's notice, albeit defense is defense is defense, defense, free throw or free throws or free throws or free throws. Buckets is buckets is buckets. Can you get to the lane or not? I, I hear you. Okay. I hear you. Okay. But what happened in this game period? What happened was? Are you about to hit me with a what, what happened was? No, I'm not, listen, okay. I'm not about to hit you with that. All I'm going to okay. say is this. All I'm going to say is this. Mm-hmm. Did anybody named Armando Baycott shoot over 50%? Child. Anybody? Did, did anybody over Armando I Baycott mean, get double digits? Matter of fact, let's make sure we run the numbers right because I, I can honestly Only declare, one person. RJ Davis got double digits, but everybody else. That, barely. And he had a terrible game. Mm, I'll tell Six you what. points for Dawson Garcia, unacceptable. Eight points from Caleb Love, unacceptable. Two points from Leaky Black, you're starting unacceptable. Uh, again, that, listen. Kerwin Walton, goose egg. All I'm Kerwin, saying is, baby fro, uh-uh, unacceptable. unacceptable. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, Wheeler showed up to that game with bad intentions. He did. He showed up with some bad intentions, and he said, you know what? Y'all don't think I'm a top point Oh, Say less. Oh, oh, <laughs> so wait, this Caleb Love kid is y'all king? Oh, okay. Well, let me show you a little something. Again, yeah. I, I this is a game where it wasn't close. Not even. Start to finish. Yeah, yeah. I, like, okay, they came within 11. We'll give them that. They came within 11. And even then you're like, okay, just chip away. But as soon as they got in the second half, it was brutal. It was just ugly. Now I'm just sitting here like, okay, I understand the vitriol because there's some people who are just going to hate Hubert Davis because it's Hubert Davis. 
Now, at some point, can we have an honest conversation about the rotation? Can we have an honest conversation about just maybe this is just as good as this team's going to be at first year head coach? Why are we not extending more grace? You know, I'm all about some good grace for my certain coaches, okay? I, but, mean, I, I do agree. First year coach, you shouldn't be. It's Carolina, though. It's Carolina, though. There's a standard. They it, People have psychotic standards of what Carolina should be, regardless of who is at the helm. I, I understand that, but but I think that what a lot of folks need to understand is the idea of the standard is the standard does not mean that there is no flexibility, there is no understanding, there is no grace in that. Like, mm. I, I played at a football powerhouse in the Midwest, Cash Tech, uh, CT number one, second to none. With that being said, we have multiple state championships, the first of which came when we were there. We have not won states every year since I've been there. They won one after I left. But, but do y'all not look at them crazy when they don't? Do you not look at them crazy when they don't, don't? We don't. We don't. Depending on the situation, we don't. We don't. Oh. The, the, we got. Oh. We had. Uh, we had two brothers, two twins, absolutely amazing, both all Americans. They did not win the state championship because of the COVID situation. We didn't look at them and say, "Oh, wow. okay." But that's that's, that's, a, that's so that's we've one had, rare instance. We've had that's other teams. Rare. We've had other teams where they had to replace too much. They just had to replace too much. They weren't bringing back the right pieces to where we looked at them and said, yeah, state championship is a, a, a logical outcome here. Were we upset about it? Yeah. Like, nobody wants to see your street get broken. First two in the history of the city of Detroit. We did not want to see it get broken the next year. But when it happened, we were like, hey, get back in the, get back in the gym, get back in the weight room, make it happen. With this situation with Hubert Davis, Anybody who was expecting a team where they had a, a mass exodus out the front court, they didn't just lose one or two guys. Who who from last year's front court came back that meant something except Armando Baycott? Don't worry, we'll and, wait. <laughs> and so, and so, and so, in terms of NC State, there was no hype surrounding them preseason. Nobody was like, oh, they're going to be the ones. They're the ones right there. Why? But they're never because the ones they... because it's always Carolina and Duke first. And that comes down to okay. the strength, strength of national championships. So when's the last time Carolina returned this little in the front court? It was still expected to be great the next year. I don't couldn't tell you. Ladies and gentlemen, because last because last year we had seven big men, we couldn't know what to do with them. We couldn't even find a rotation for them. That's why half of them left. But I say all that to say, I'm spoiled. I saw I saw a national championship my freshman year of college. Anything beyond that is a disappointment. Period. Like I I only know how to go into it with the standard of excellence. So it's hard for me to be like, oh well, we just got elite eight. No, no, I can't. I can't have that. Standard- Am I psychotic as other people? No. But at the same time, you have to see where I'm coming from in the sense of. Once you see, once you've lived through, it's hard to be like, yeah, I just want Sweet 16 and I'm straight. I just want to make the tournament. God okay. knows. Again, again, I'm a guy who two of them rings, two of them, two big boys. At the end of the day, when we look back at that and we say, what is this team go- coming after us? We don't say the standard is that that anytime it's not a one. It, it, when you have that situation, you've got to realize so much goes into winning. So much goes into winning. Everybody likes to believe that their university is special and unique and should be on top of the pyramid for forever. It doesn't work like that. So when we talk about Duke and all of their recruits and how great they bring in all of these amazing five stars every single year and they don't win a national championship, what's the issue? Duke didn't even make the tournament last year, did they? No, they did not. But that's what I'm saying. Regardless of where you are, regardless of who you are, regardless of what your standard is, 
There is no way to attain it every single time. Now, can you be upset about not obtaining the standard? To a degree, sure. To a degree, sure. But to not understand the extenuating circumstances that go into not meeting it. To look at this UNC team and say, the ceiling is the roof. To this team? Coach K got so upset, he was ready to retire. He's not even ready. He is retiring because his team didn't even make the uh, the tournament. That's why he's retiring. Who is UNC's best player? Armando Baycott. Where do you think he's going mm, in the draft? Armando Baycott, Caleb Love. Where do you think, but they have to be on. The one of them that's the best of the two. Or which one do you think is going to go higher? You pick. Which one do you think is going higher? I think where do you think they're going? I think it's still too early. But if you had to make a prediction, if you I, if somebody if somebody put a gun to your head and said, Candace, pick. I think Baycott's going to go higher. Okay, how high? What do you think his ceiling is? A lottery pick? Lottery pick. Okay. How good is Duke's best player? Who's Duke's best player? Ooh, Paolo's probably going number one. Okay. Okay. There it goes. There's they, they answer. Answer. We'll either win a national championship. That's the question. Now, now that is now, now, that's now. a little yeah, tougher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a little yeah. tougher. Now, on that I one, mean, didn't you? Yeah. I mean, listen, listen. Okay. I'll tell you this. I would not be surprised to see Coach K go out on top. I would not Ooh. be surprised. This heavy, team has the makings. Heavy hot takes. Heavy hot takes. They have like the it. makings. I like they it. have the makings. I like the it. The only thing that scares me is down the stretch, if their guards wilt, wilted in the tournament, would anybody be super surprised? That's the only thing because you know good guard play is essential. Well, you know they've already out. talked about the cramp situation, and so like they'll be like, "Ooh, tournament is gonna be hard. You have to play so many games in a row." So we might see a little taste of that come ACC tournament, and that might be an indication of how far they go in the NCAA tournament. Remains to be seen. Ken, you always got some things that we have to think about as we leave this show. It's always great to have you. Please remind folks of where they can find you, follow your work. You can find me at Locked On Wolfpack wherever you're hearing this right now, except YouTube. Don't worry. We're, we're working on that in 2022. That's my New Year's resolution. We're going to get my pretty face on YouTube on the daily. Uh, the next thing that we got going on is uh, you can also find me on Twitter at LO underscore Wolfpack. Sometimes I live tweet at the games. I always respond to any fan who wants to uh, interact with me. Um, with that being said, you can also find my personal page, TGIF underscore Ken. There you will not get Ken the broadcast. You will get Ken the man. And I might not be so professional with you if you come out the side of your neck. Because like I said, y'all ACC, locked on ACC folks, like to get into it. So we can get into it now. No, but seriously, uh, that's that's where you can find me. No doubt. Follow at Locked on ACC on Twitter. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Leave comments. We love talking to you guys. We appreciate all of the comments and feedback that we get on each and every show. For real, you guys do be hype on Ken, and I love it. We also be hype on our other hosts, but you can chill on that one. So either way it goes, I'm all for the good feedback. Make sure you guys follow us. Until next time, for Candace Cooper and Ken Gibbs.